Welcome to the Easy Scaling Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Shonda King, and together we'll be exploring how successful entrepreneurs are actually scaling to six figures and beyond. My goal is to bring you conversations that are honest and transparent and to share the real, raw, nitty-gritty details about what works and what doesn't. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Today I want to I want to talk about something a little bit higher level. I feel like we we get deep into the weeds all the time here on this podcast, which I love to do, but today I want to talk bigger picture about what it means to be a CEO. This is specifically tied to the fact that I was recently interviewed by Authority Magazine all about the five things that I wish someone would have told me before I became a CEO. And this has been bringing up a lot of things for me about what that even means, what a CEO role is, how that shows up in your business, the types of qualities that you really need to bring to the table when you're in that role, and how that's actually quite different than what you need to do, how you need to show up, the things, the the types of decisions that you would make and how you make decisions from more of an entrepreneur for more the entrepreneur founder seat versus a CEO seat. And I think that this distinction gets missed a lot because I, and I, I even have done this and still sometimes continue to use these words interchangeably, but they absolutely don't mean the same thing. Being an entrepreneur, being a founder, being a, a business owner, being a CEO, like these are all actually different things and specifically entrepreneur versus, versus CEO. So I want to talk a little bit about that. And then I want to I want to cover some of those things that I outlined in this article, this interview with Authority Magazine, those things that I wish I would have known or that I wish someone would have told me that I've had to learn the hard way. So if you haven't checked it out yet, I will have the link to the, the full article in the show notes. I would love for you to go read that. I, I talk about some things in my my background, my history, my journey, some learnings that I, I've never shared before. So I would love for you to read the full article. It's a quick read, about 10 minutes. And then hope you get a lot also from me diving into those five things here on the podcast today. Okay, so let's start with what this distinction is between being an entrepreneur and being a CEO. I think I want to start there just really to set the stage since I'm going to be talking later more about that CEO role. So when I think about being an entrepreneur, it's all about creating something from scratch. It's all about ideation. It's all about turning ideas into action, turning ideas into reality. And it is characterized very, very heavily by risk because that is, that is what being a, an entrepreneur is. It's, it is taking the risk from, from having an idea and, and something not being in existence yet, not being a thing yet, and turning that into something tangible, something real. And that is very risky. And so as an entrepreneur, as a as an early stage business owner, you are wearing that entrepreneurial hat more and you are having to take risks. And and the way that you have to show up and, and deal with those risks, hold that risk, that is a critically important step in the beginning. And it's not until later, I don't think, when your business starts to get more established that you start to be really forced to to wear that CEO hat a lot more. And that CEO hat, I, I feel like, is is actually quite opposite. It, it's less about risk-taking. It's more about stability. It's more about strategic thinking. It's more about leadership and communication. It's just different, right? Like your your concern as a CEO is your business operating smoothly, your business 
persisting, your business being stable. That is the CEO role. The entrepreneurial role is like taking massive action, pivoting quickly, you know, being messy, you know, being risky. You're more kind of like on your own. There's a lot of creativity involved and adaptability. And you can see like with those characteristics, like we're talking about very different things here. These are two very different roles. And my guess is if you're listening to this, you're probably still more needing to show up as that entrepreneur on a daily basis in your business. But you're also finding that that CEO hat is is needing to be worn as well. And so there's balance there because you're having to actually hold both roles, which can be very different because they are or very difficult because they are so different. So I just want to I want to just set that scene for everyone, because I do think it's a distinction that gets missed a lot in this space. And we, we throw these words around. And again, I do it too. <laughs> there are these words around all the time, but they are different. So I think it's an important thing to just kind of reflect on what stage of business are you in? Are, are you prioritizing being entrepreneurial more so than, you know, having having your business focus more on, on sustainable, long-term, stable operations? Or are you still in that experimental phase? Are you somewhere in there in the middle? I feel like a lot of us are, are there in the middle, especially in the first, you know, several years of business. So there's that. That's all I've got for you there. Maybe more to come. I would love to know if this is something you'd like me to unpack more, either here on the podcast, maybe in an interview, on social media, all the places, because I do think it's so important. So let me know. DM me on Instagram. Let's chat about it. Now let's dive into the CEO role specifically. And and again, this is the focus of this article, this Authority Magazine article that I'd love for you to go check out. The link's in the show notes. And I talk a lot about some misconceptions that I think exist about CEOs, what it takes to be a, a good CEO and what types of people maybe wouldn't be a good CEO. So a little bit of a snarky comment in the article there about, you know, if you're averse to hard work, if you are averse to sacrifice, taking radical responsibility and then living with the weight of your decisions that directly impact other people's livelihoods. I think this is an important distinction too. As as your team grows, as your business grows, you take on a ton more responsibility for other people's livelihoods. As you have employees, as you grow your team, it's not just, oh, this is my business and how much am I paying myself? It's this is my business and I'm supporting other people's lives, right? So that level of responsibility changes as you grow your business and you step more into that CEO role. So you have to be able to live with that weight. And I think that it's, it's, it's not something that's like easy to convey or explain if you haven't experienced it before, but it it definitely is a pretty heavy, a pretty heavy weight. And, And so we'll talk about this more in just a minute, but all kinds of fun stuff in there about what it actually means to be a CEO. And then we talk about these five things. So I want to dive into this. These are the five things that I wish someone would have told me before I became a CEO and specifically before I like even knew what the hell a CEO was and how it's different from being an entrepreneur because I love being both personally. Not everyone loves being both. So that's another thing to think through too. But here are the five things. The first one is embrace dealing with problems that no one else can solve. And I, I will say some of these sound kind of negative because, you know, I like to do real talk, but they're not all negative. But this one in particular I think can feel a little negative. It can feel a little heavy, but it's actually kind of like a very freeing perspective on things. At least it has been for me. And this, this is, it it comes from a tweet actually that my husband sent me very early. I would say within maybe like first six 
to 12 months of me starting this business, starting Easy Scaling. And he sent me this tweet that to, to, it was like something to this effect. If you're doing a good job as a CEO, you will have built this competent team. You will have the right people in the right positions. And much of what will be left for you to deal with on a daily basis are the problems that no one else can solve. That is like your job be- because everyone will be doing their thing. Your, your team will have autonomy. They will be competent. They like will know what to do. When you get brought into the conversation is because other people don't know what to do. It, it's a it's a problem that no one that's on your team can solve. You have to solve it. And that becomes your unique role. And that means that it may feel like you're dealing with more problems. You're dealing with new problems. It can feel kind of negative, but it it is such an important role. Someone has to play it. And that is the CEO role. That's the CEO is the person who has to solve those problems. So I do think if you can embrace that, it, it feels less negative. It feels less like a burden and it feels more like a, a privilege and and like a unique thing that it, it's something only you can do, right? So that's the first one. Embrace dealing with problems that no one else can solve. The second one is to get comfortable saying no. And this is so permission here to say no, but also, also I encourage you really to get really good at recognizing when to say no and then actually say it. And, and so th- there's like a two, a two part process here. And there's lots of things that you're going to have to say no to as a CEO in your business. Bad fit employees and clients is one thing that I talk about a lot. We're going to talk later on the podcast this month all about firing clients, parting, parting ways with clients. And that I think is a really tangible, concrete, critical thing that you need to get comfortable doing is saying no to clients that are not a good fit for you. And the same with employees. You you will have to, or contractors, anyone on your team, vendors even, you will have to say no to people. And, And being able to like quickly recognize when you need to say no and then actually do it quickly things are so much easier when you can do that and like shorten the time span, shorten the time span between recognizing and then also taking action. You'll save time, you'll save energy, you will save money. (laughs) For sure, you will save money, I promise you. But it's hard to do. And it's especially hard to do, I think, in the beginning when you're wearing that entrepreneurial hat a lot more too, because you are taking risk and you are saying yes to things that maybe are a good fit long-term, but but maybe you need to say yes to them in the moment, right? And there's a learning experience to come from that, or you have to try it to figure it out. But that's where the CEO could come in and it can and balance. The CEO hat can balance you out there where the entrepreneur is, is taking the quick action. And then the CEO is saying, okay, this isn't sustainable. This is what, you know, we need to say, no, this is what we're going to do. And so balancing those two things. So again, like get comfortable saying no and saying it fast. Okay. Let's talk about number three. The third thing that I wish someone would have told me is that the weight of responsibility on CEOs is heavy. It's very heavy. And I did not know when I got into this that I would feel a lot of pressure on a daily basis as the CEO. You feel responsibility for your clients. You feel responsibility for your employees, your company generally, your brand, where you're, what you're trying to build, where you're going. You feel a responsibility for that on a daily basis. And I think What's even more surprising to me is that the weight, that heaviness actually gets heavier as you grow because there's more at stake. And so, you know, if you're, if when you're a solopreneur and even 
when you're in that growth phase of of your business, maybe before you have employees and before you get to the point where you're like really building out this team and you're stepping more into the CEO role, there aren't as many people depending on you. Like truthfully, there just are not. And and that can be, some people are more comfortable with that. And I think that's fantastic. And it gets more into this like realm of lifestyle businesses and and things like that. And, you know, Tim Ferriss talks about having a muse as a business. And it's one that, you know, read his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, it's all about this. But it's it's less about building like, this legacy empire. And it's more about building this thing that just creates the amount of money that you want to create and gives you the lifestyle that you want. And neither is wrong. Neither is right. It's all about what you want. But when you're building a business that is growing and is growing with team and you're you're becoming more of this CEO and stepping into this leadership role, this executive role, the weight's heavy. Like I was talking about earlier with with like dealing with the impact of your decisions on your on your team, on your employees, on your clients though, and on where you're going with your company. It is a very real pressure. And again, it gets it gets heavier the more you grow because typically the more you grow, the more complicated your, that your business gets, the more moving parts there are, the more people that are, that are involved, all of those things. And this isn't this isn't to say that you should shy away for this from this. It's just to say that this is the reality of it and it's part of how your role will evolve the more that you step into the CEO space. All right, number four. This one's maybe a little bit more. <laughs> okay, trust your gut. This is so important. I think I talk about this a lot, but this is big for me. I think it's big for most people, especially you know female entrepreneurs in this space, trusting your gut, critically important. And it's, it's balanced by the fact that, yes, we all know that we need to, we need to ask for help. We need to lean on experts. We need to have people we can trust that we can bounce our ideas off of who can help us with our decision-making. So important for being a successful leader to be able to ask for help and and get information from other people who maybe have a different perspective or who know more on a particular topic. But I think it can, it can be not necessarily easy to overlook, but it can be easy to go down this path more than we should in forgetting how we need to trust ourselves to make decisions. Like, radical trust and radical responsibility for our decisions, even if we are relying on other people to help us with that decision-making process. And and I know this because <laughs> some of the biggest mistakes that I've made in my business are, and, and the ones that really are, are the only ones that I like have true regrets around are decisions that I went against my intuition. And that's not to say I went against my intuition because somebody told me to. It's just that I didn't, I didn't, probably know how to tap into it as much as I know how to tap into my intuition now, how to trust my gut, how to listen to my gut, when to know what it's actually saying. And, you know, the difference between things like fear and actually a gut no, those are, those are different feelings that I had a really hard time navigating earlier on in my business that now I think is pretty clear for me. I can usually tell when something is, is based out of fear or I'm like worried how it's going to work out, but really I want to do it versus, yeah, that's a, that's a hard, that's a hard no for me. Right. So getting better at listening to your gut, tapping into it, and then actually listening to it and, and taking action, even when it's going to be difficult, that, that is something that I wish I could tell you, you know, by listening to this, you're going to do it more. I feel like a lot of times it has to come from experience. It has to come from you not listening to your gut to realize, oh, okay, well, now I know that's what that felt like when it was my gut versus, you know, something else. So 
super important. I wish I would have been able to do it sooner. But again, sometimes we just have to learn that the hard way. All right, this final one. The fifth thing that I wish someone would have told me before I became a CEO is that building and managing a team is deeply rewarding. This is, I think, been one of the most surprising aspects of being a CEO, specifically because I didn't realize, you know, that distinction of having to be more of a CEO and step into that role and wear that hat more as your team grows, as you become more of a leader and a manager. Because I think most people recognize the impact that your business will make on your customers, your clients, especially as you grow, you serve more people, your impact grows there. But I think we we often overlook the direct impact that the business is going to have on employees and team. And that has been such a rewarding aspect of my position of running this business is getting to pour into a team of people and getting to watch them grow and getting to hear how people feel truly like they're part of something bigger and that that they're growing and they're learning and they feel appreciated and that how like my company actually fits into their lives in a really significant way is again like it's it's really hard to convey and explain when you haven't experienced and so if you're not if, if you're there like congratulations i think this is just again one of the most beautiful things of being a ceo and running a business but if you're not there yet just know that on the other side of all these other negative things that I'm talking about, there is something really, truly amazing and impactful in like a very different, unique way. So yeah, it's it's great. Okay. <laughs> Where to go now? I would I would seriously love if anyone listening to this would reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know what you think about this conversation, what you think about any of these lessons and insights, and if it would be helpful for me to dive into this more. I would love to have more conversations about this. I I think it's so important for us to really examine what type of business are we trying to build? What do we want to be doing on a daily basis? Where are we going? You know, what, what is this business to us? What is this business to our clients? What do we imagine looking like in three, five, 10 plus years? And what is our role in that because there's just so many options for how you can start a business, run a business, grow a business. There's just so many ways to do it. And and really pulling apart these different roles and where you thrive. Like I personally love being a CEO. I also love being an entrepreneur. And so I, I can't imagine not wearing both of those hats kind of all the time. But some people would rather wear one or the other. Some people though this is another thing to think of. Some people just want to be the talent and that's okay if that's you too. Like it's okay if you just want to be a coach or you just want to be, you know, a consultant or be a strategist or be whatever it is. Like there's ways to craft your business where you're getting to wear the hat the majority of the time that you actually want to wear. And so again, like permission to to do that and explore that and make this whole business thing work for you and what you what you actually want to do on a daily basis. So I hope it's helpful. Reach out to me. Go check out the article. The link's in in the show notes. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Easy Scaling Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. And if you send me a screenshot of that review, I will send you my 90-day planning formula. This is the same process that I use with all of my multiple six-figure clients to help them get organized, be more efficient, and scale faster. 